welcome to The Privy. I am Courtney. I'm so excited. Today is our 49th episode recorded. Did you know that? No. You did not know. No, okay, and it's everyone. been 49 years. Oh, that's amazing. Right. I feel... Hate you. Um, this is Connor, everyone, if you don't recognize <laughs> Hello, hello, everybody. Um, Long time no talk at you. So you are on, <laughs> you are on one today, aren't you? This yeah, yeah. Well, I had a red eye. I'm, I'm, I'm still... Like, not the coffee drink. I flew back from San Diego this morning. How was that? Tell me about San Diego. Really oh, it was quickly. great. It was a wedding. Um, so much fun. Yeah, I was on the beach. We had uh, what we called a triple day on Saturday because we woke up at 4 a.m. to watch the royal wedding. Oh, and God, then... I was just about to tell you, do not say anything about the damn royal wedding. Continue. That's sorry, it. That's all I'm saying because then we were up <laughs> until we were up for 20 hours, I guess. That's not wow. like a whole lot, but it was the full no, day and we were drinking the whole day. And, yeah. you know, I don't imbibe quite that often but how was your weekend um weekend was great mm-hmm. i um and basically the last month that it has been <laughs> since we've been well, able to do this this weekend was great i actually ventured off into brooklyn i'm kind of falling whoa brooklyn. wait no no no, no 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 you you've been going out there recently yeah I'm yeah did you go back to that um little market thing <laughs> it's called the Brooklyn Queerfully. Thank you very much. Okay. Um, um, <laughs> yes. The BQF, as not to be confused with the BQE. One's a highway, one's a flea market. Okay. So anyway, yes, I went out to that. Shout out to Ron. I absolutely adore him. Um, now, what does a, Ron do again? Ron is the founder of. He's the founder of it. Okay. Um, of Brooklyn carefully okay and it was so cool it's such a i've met some really great people um so you did go this weekend i did i just said that oh. where were you oh my god connor um <laughs> i don't know where to anyway i had a good time i enjoyed brooklyn my eyes on the prize i'm really thinking about i know i know you're thinking about moving over there i could think i kind of want to well you know i could help um <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yes for everyone that doesn't know connor is in real estate and so he's going to try to sell me a dream there we go um williamsburg or bushwick or williamsburg of yeah. course but the part where i can still live when the l train goes down mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i actually just moved somebody like smack tab like in not southern williamsburg but like south of Metropolitan and Grand, so mm-hmm. on like the southern numbered roads where it's kind of six to one half a dozen the other between Marcy and um, Bedford. But anyway, um, shout out to Marcy and Bedford. Mm-hmm. So we go getting... first train stops in <laughs> Brooklyn. <laughs> so get into today's topics. Um, you want to start? Oh my gosh! Well, it's been forever since we've, and by forever I mean like a month. Yeah. Um, but there has been a whole lot going on. Okay. Um, specifically to start out with is in cinema because first off we're very excited so we're starting to there instead of with the Pope. Oh well, I mean that's big, but I have an opinion on that that we'll get to. But I... <laughs> <laughs> okay, excuse me, Miss Thing, continue. You go right, you go right ahead. Um, so Vulture, which by the way, did you go to any? You didn't go to anything this weekend. I didn't did... go to the okay. Vulture. Okay, okay. I should have pushed of... pushed for you to go you to really some didn't, things. So yeah, because yeah, um, you can put the blame on me. Yeah. Um, so this past weekend was the Vulture Pop Culture Festival. There were a lot of amazing events that I wish that we were able to go to, but I was in a different time zone and you were in Brooklyn, so it was just unfortunate we Which couldn't. Is a different attend. time zone as well. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the uh, 
Writer E. Alex Jung for, or Young, I think it's a it's hard J though, for Vulture recently wrote an article, What's Happening to Queer Cinema in the LGBT Film Boom? Now, of late, we have seen an influx, not that they haven't ever been there, but we've seen an influx in mainstream LGBT plus Q films it's, it's actually lgbtqia plus i need you to get the acronym if you're going to be a part of it okay i need you to well see now i just want to follow um lena waith's let's just all be queer so go ahead uh, <laughs> it's too many letters it is a lot of letters it and there's even a symbol now plus yeah go ahead <laughs> um so the the writer takes an interesting stance um how there are there's a stark difference between what is out there now and what um used to be considered necessary queer cinema mm-hmm. and something um for the advancement of the community mm-hmm. where what we see case in point love simon right you know we got to talk about that we enjoyed it but at the same time it was what did we give it like I think I gave it a letter. I gotta give it a B plus. Maybe. I probably gave it like a six. You gave it like a number. Yeah. Yeah, I probably gave it um, like out of one in ten, probably a six. Yeah. Um, but it makes it seem so easy, and there's not so much of a struggle. There's not the fight. There's not this will and determination. Um, what is that? Uh, but there's not. Um, what we used to see in queer cinema of this seated, which I think we're really going to see tonight in Disobedience, um, which is a Rachel McAdams, Rachel Weisz movie. They are two Hasidic Jewish women, um, and I think it's set in Brooklyn, actually. London. Um, London? Okay, Mm -hmm. never mind. Yeah, Um, (laughs) set in London, yeah. You had me on a Brooklyn train. Yeah, (laughs) literally. (laughs) Actually, London. And not the L, but the M. But um, so I'm really excited to see that. Rachel Weiss actually had a um, little interview on Sunday morning, CBS Sunday morning last week. Really? Um, yeah, where they did a little bit of a preview of the film. And I think that's going to be a little uh, – it's very interesting because it's going to have an insight that not, isn't necessarily biographical mm. or – you know, which would be even cooler, autobiographical. Mm-hmm. Um, but queer individuals in that – community right. and just being in New York especially in Brooklyn where there's such a uh, major hub of it's in London it's not in Brooklyn I know I know but I'm just saying being in New York oh, okay okay yeah, got yeah, it, got yeah. It. okay um, I was saying, why with this Hasidic Jewish community okay got it got it no I know it takes place in London just now just in London <laughs> just in London somebody's not paying attention so what were you saying no what were you saying oh, about, oh, about film, film. <laughs> Thank you for bringing me back. Old. Thank you. I'm trying to the world <laughs> back. back. Sorry, people. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe we need to. Well, do. no, no. Have you? Uh, so we saw "Call Me by Your Name." Yes. We saw "Love Simon." Yes. We're seeing these movies that aren't um, showing the struggle. Uh, what's the the um, tennis one? Uh, I have not seen that. The one with um, Emma Stone Emma and Steve Carell. I have not seen that. One. It's it's more. It's almost as if they're trying to make the queer aspect of it a secondary or tertiary storyline you know what's really interesting um i'm glad you put it 
that way. I think because times have changed. So, I mean, while we still do go through a struggle, mm-hmm. I do kind of think that our sexual orientation should be looked at secondarily. Does that make sense? I want it to be. Yeah. Actually, like tertiary. But, yeah. But, so, well, so, with that said, I'm okay with that. Like, I'm okay with it just being a film and with, I won't say a queer tone, but I like that it's more about the story and less about the queerness. I mean, one of the things I love most about Call Me By Your Name is that it was about more of the love story. There was no, there was nothing sexual that was on. There was nothing. The book was better. I heard. Uh, Everyone says the book is better. But, like, I enjoy that these Cinem- like these new movies are showing a different side to what we've seen in the past. And I just think it, cha- it has changed with the times. Mm-hmm. No, you don't? Okay. No, no, no. I do. I I understand that and I see your side and I do agree with it. Yeah. Um, but then to play devil's advocate as well, especially in lines of this writer, mm-hmm. um, they're, and, you know, we're millennials, mm-hmm. but th- we, speaking of 49, happy 49th episode, it's also the 49th year since. The Stonewall riots. Wow, and that yeah, but um, that's why I said forty nine. But now you understand. Um, (laughs) I do. So I don't know if you've ever had discussions, um, or actually, this is leading into a whole other train of thought. People will get back onto this subject. I promise. I will make it. Yeah, yeah, Courtney will bring me back. Um, But have you ever had the opportunity to talk with individuals who? Let's say they're in their 50s, they're in their 60s, um, even 70s, who are still here and went through all of that struggle. And right. it's kind of what we talked about with um, the death and life of Marsha P. Johnson right. and how our generation doesn't see – we don't appreciate the struggle. And maybe I think that is where this author is coming mm. from is that in queer cinema with what is being released widely now mm. – you don't there is a threat to the um appreciation of the struggle it took to get where we are today correct because what we do have today is phenomenal like if this whole love simon thing could truly be as easy like if it was that easy yeah that would be wonderful right. um and for some people it is for some people it's far from but to be able to get to that point there needs to be a recognition and and an acknowledgement of the fight that people that our people went through and even in some cases we continue with which we continue to struggle um and so that goes back to then um this well, not even back to, but um, there's a new show on Viceland, My House. Okay. Right? Yes. And there was actually, so I want you to get into that a little bit more about what that's about because okay. you actually introduced me to that. But something that I wanted to, to discuss with you was actually another documentary that was released a long time ago, um, I think in the 80s or maybe early 90s, oh called Paris is Burning. Yes. Have you seen Paris is Burning? I have not. Okay. I know someone's going to take my gay card right now. I have not seen it yet. It is on my to-do list, but continue. So it's another movie that I think you definitely, and you as the collective here, need to see. It doesn't have the most direct 
story. It's not necessarily a storyline. And even the title, you kind of have to do some uh, external research. Right. You can't just watch the movie right. and know why it's called what it is called. Right. Um, but once you do the research, it makes sense. But anyway, um, <clears throat> so that is about the ballroom and the balls Got it. where the, uh, my house, from which my house stemmed. Okay. So my house on Viceland. You've well, seen before the, we get okay. to my house, because you made some points that I need to reply okay, to Okay, points. okay, okay. I monologued everybody. Yes, Thank you for on. listening to me monologue. <laughs> yes, monologue. Are you done? And scene. Okay. And uh, so, scene. This has been Connor. You said, <laughs> I don't mind. Going back to, like, the cinema and the struggles. Like, I don't... Yes, of course, I think struggles should be shown if you are... Especially showing like a timepiece, like the one about the tennis player. Mm, That's mm-hmm. a very it's very important to show the struggle of that. Mm. And I do think some new um, films, just like Moonlight, that was like a, a more current struggle, and it did show those struggles. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, and I think it had. Sorry if I may interject. I, I think Moonlight was perfect in yeah. finding the balance. Yeah, and I think Beach Rats did well as well. Yes. Yeah. Yes. As much as it was kind of like a, it was a very. Mm-hmm. Sometimes kind of like horror movie or whatever, but it was um, it in was terms that of storyline, but like it that has subtlety, that like that underlying, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, but I I'm also okay with like moving forward because I I feel like there should be a balance of us recognizing what did happen, but then moving forward and like just living our life. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I so have do to- you think in what we've seen on the big sp- screen? Is has there been a balance, or do we kind of see that it's one or the other? Um, Aside okay. from Moonlight, because that's a good example. Let, and Beach Okay, because I know you just called out a couple of movies. So, Call mm-hmm. Me by Your Name, I think that was a really good balance, actually. Um, okay, I think um, even at the end of the movie, it shows the struggle of uh, um, what's his name, <laughs> what's Timothy Chalamet. No, the other one. Oh, Army Hammer. Arm, yes, Army Hammer. It shows mm-hmm. him at the end and how mm-hmm. he. Um, is engaged to a woman like that mm-hmm. is very real life mm-hmm. very au- authentic mm-hmm. it was something that I don't think was super open and they like kept it private I thought that was a really good balance um, what was another movie that you mentioned Give Love me Simon me. Love Simon absolutely not <laughs> like absolutely there was no balance in that Ab- absolutely not that was mm-hmm. the worst I think oh. w- one of my things when it comes to the current cinema I think it should do something for the culture, and I felt like Love Simon did nothing for the culture mm-hmm. um, at all. And what was the another one that you said? Um, I mean, if we go back a few the years, one, I even like you are just you t- the, the I tennis one? Tennis one. The tennis one. Haven't seen it. Okay, yeah. Is that it? That's all you mentioned. I think Battle of the Sexes was is what that one was called. Um, but I mean, even in the past ten years, where we have. Or maybe I can't remember when Milk was released, but we have Milk. We have the Imitation Milk was Game. Good. We have Normal the Heart was good. Normal Heart. Yeah. Well, technically that was an HBO, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Why yeah. release HBO? Yeah. Um, oh shoot, I just lost it. Yeah, but, I think um, those were good depictions. Dallas think, Buyers Club. Yes. You know. Yeah, I think those are. But again, of the... I really like the point that you said about it's a timepiece. Yeah, I don't and think like the struggle. To be, like, yeah, our struggles are very different from what they were twenty plus years ago, mm-hmm. and I don't think we should still. While we need to address it to like mainstream and and keep addressing it, we still have to move forward and be because you don't want to victim, we don't want to victimize yeah, ourselves. You, yeah, we can't victimize ourselves mm-hmm. and we can't 
keep doing that. We got to move forward and move past it and mm-hmm. prevail. Mm-hmm. Now, now move forward by showing true stories. Yes, mm-hmm. which is a good segue to my house, which I'm so obsessed with. Welcome to my house, baby. Oh Where's my Florida? god! So Viceland, I'm obsessed with Vice already. Yeah. Um, shout out to Vice. If you want me to do something with you, Vice, please just hit me up. Hashtag um, ad. <laughs> I can't with you. I cannot. So my house is this um, document. I guess document documentary style TV show that Vice Lynch just released. Yeah, because it actually it's not. Yeah, yeah, documentary style. It's not so much reality. Yeah, like mm, a little bit of both though. Do you think I it's think staged like a, though? No, it's not staged, but it's definitely. Yeah, so like, I mean, I would say shows. it's the closest thing to reality that like actually is reality. Yeah, I, probably. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they follow different characters of the ballroom scene. Um, now. Can you explain a little bit more, like, what is ballroom? I'm probably going to butcher this. I'm probably going to butcher this. Because I've never been to, I've never. I want to go. I want to go so bad. I'm trying to go to the ball. Like, so ballroom scene, um, basically when you hear ballroom scene, you you think about voguing. Um, That is in the gay community, not like. What? Not like a Russian ball, you know, with Anastasia. (laughs) Definitely not. (laughs) Very different. Definitely not Anastasia, okay. Um. Basically, Vogan is like a form of dance and ballrooms kind of ballrooms are these like it's like a community, mostly African-American people of color where they have these different houses Mm -hmm. Um, and like it'll be like the house of Gucci and the house of like. St. Laurent, and like La Beja, all these, yeah, and, yeah, like yeah, all yeah. these like different houses, and they go and compete at this at they what they call the balls, mm-hmm. like the different balls. I forget what. And they were they started at like they in this one documentary they would start at like four or five a.m. because yeah. it was the working class. It was that's when they were done. Yeah, and um, it's a really cool. I threw you off. Sorry, I you, you totally did. Thank you, thank you for that. <laughs> I really, I'm glad you noticed how you threw me off. My... <laughs> Damn it, I was already struggling to um balls back to like balls yeah. competing. Blah blah blah. Okay, yes. So they go and compete. But anyway, these houses are not just like these dance clubs, if you will. They are it's like a sense of family. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of the people who were part of these like ballroom scenes are part of these houses, quote unquote. Um and you have to be you're like scouted by the houses, you're yeah, picked but, up like but you like a lot of them are like homeless yes. or like being oppressed in certain ways. Mm-hmm. A lot of them come from like lower income houses and this mm-hmm. is like their escape. Um and their safe haven. Yeah, their safe haven. Yeah. And voguing, which is so entertaining, and you've seen it a lot, like kind of in mainstream too, even from Madonna uh, <laughs> to uh, most recently, like uh, one of the Vogers, I get, or one of the dan- dancers, as he calls himself a legend or icon, I believe it is. Um, he oh, yeah, actually no, uh, has yeah. choreographed for like Rihanna, and so you see a lot of Vogue in the mainstream now. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I butchered that meaning. So what I will do is actually play a clip from the intro, and okay. hopefully this will tell you kind of an open window to what it's all about. Love it. Everywhere you go, you're going to be teased about something. We're too different. We're too queer. We're too black. So we come to the ballroom. Boom says you're not gay. Here, you're kind. Boom says you're not lost. You're a legend. Ballroom's a safe place for us. It's like the golden gates to our community. Ballroom is our release, our battleground, our strength, our imagination. It's our story. We all speak the same language because dance is an art and art is communication. If you're alone, this is your family. If you're homeless, this is your house. 
How good was that? Mm-hmm. That's a good intro, right? Mm-hmm. Such a good intro. Well, and the great thing is, like, it's it's a highlight, or it's it's offering a lens into a world that actually has been around for decades. That has never really been, mm-hmm. like, tapped mainstream. into. Yeah. yeah, it's never been mainstream. And that's the thing I love about Vice. Like, I always say this, and I'm sure I've said this on air plenty of times. Hashtag um, <laughs> 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 Oh, well, well, what are you talking about this side? I feel like Vice is what, like, MTV should have been. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, edgy, cool, mm-hmm. like, they are always, like... Well, it's, a, like, peripherally connected, connected to yeah. music, not tangential, but, like... Yeah. There's a music scene in there. Yeah, definitely a music scene. But, I mean, MTV is, like, you know, MTV, like, at one point in time was, like, about the culture and, like, yeah. it's kind of going on. Yeah. Um... And now it's you know, not. It's very commercial now. All it's, those pregnant teens. Yeah. I can't um, with you. I can't. But, um, the world's yes, real. Shout out like to Viceland again. I'm so excited. <laughs> I've seen the I've seen the first episode, um, but I haven't seen. There have been two. It premiered on April the 25th. So I'm okay. sure I've missed quite a few at this point. I'm about a month in, so I've missed like three to four. Gotcha. Two to three, I would say. Um, did so you start see, watching did that. You it's called any? My House. Yes, no. Did you? no, I haven't seen any yet because I wanted to actually watch Paris is Burning. Uh, oh, so you haven't seen Paris is Burning either? No, I have. I saw it last week. Oh, yeah, man. it's on Netflix. It's super easy to watch. It's like, okay, yeah. I'll watch it. Um, it's it's kind of sad, too, because mm. um, there's so much. I For some reason, I just really enjoy watching these 80s and 90s documentaries um, about the gay movement, especially in New York City. Mm-hmm. And I had meant to rewatch Milk recently. And maybe it's just because... Um, His birthday's coming up, by the way. Yeah. yeah. And um, maybe it's just because Pride is coming up. Mm. Um, you know, we're in the middle of middle to end of May. Mm-hmm. Um, and June, huge, like, national, global Pride, really. Yeah. Um, Pride Month. And yeah. actually, are you doing any? Like, so we have the we have the parade on the twenty fourth. Yes. Um, what else? Like, are, I'm actually going to go to Pride Island on Saturday, which I'm very excited about. What does that even mean? I don't um, know what that is. So Pride Island is part of NYC Pride, um, and it's a two day festival over at Pier ninety seven. Okay. Um, so they moved it up this year. Last year, I think it was closer to actually, um, like West Fourth. Okay. Over um, maybe like Christopher Street Pier. Right. Um, but this year it moved like way up uh, on fifty seventh. Uh, and the West Side Highway, I think it's because they needed a bigger pier, okay. maybe. Um, but there are, like, Kylie Minogue is headlining on Sunday, like, the day of the parade. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm super excited because Lizzo is going to be, do you know who Lizzo is? You don't know who Lizzo is. I'm like, someone is coming to take my gay car, like, okay. after we okay. finish recording. Okay, no, I <laughs> just, I absolutely love Lizzo and um, Big Frida. And, I love Big Frida. Yeah, I know Big, Big Frida will be there as well. Yes. Tuvalu, Tovlo, however you want to say it. Um, she'll be there on Saturday as well. But I always love, I, I love the parade um, and just everything else that goes around. So about, this is about, happening about, Sunday after this the This is um, Saturday and Sunday of the of that weekend, the parade is Sunday. And Ky- like, when is Kylie on? Kylie's on Sunday. Go. Yeah, Kylie's on Sunday. Love to tap this table. You've been really tapping the table today. Oh, have I really? You really have. Oh, well, I hope uh, that hasn't translated to everybody. I've been tapping the table a lot. I apologize. Calm down. Yeah. Um, so you want to see Kylie, though? Is this your first time seeing Kylie? No, I'm not going to see Kylie. I mean, you're not going to see Kylie? I'm before? not going on Sunday. I'm going on Saturday. <sighs> <laughs> Uh oh! Anyway, they're, coming. they're I... coming to take our cars. <laughs> <laughs> I actually would love to see Kylie. Yeah, well, then what? go go on Sunday. Why do you think Kylie became such a gay icon? 
Because of her music, I think. Yeah, but like... It was just like... It, she's Australian, right? Yes. Australian. She's... She's 40. She's amazing. I'm obsessed with her. I don't know much of her music, but I am pretty obsessed with her. Well, I think it's just the style of music. Mm. You know, it was just definitely like clubby, poppy. And it was just like, enjoy, enjoy it. Enjoy the moment. This is what music is. This is what her music is for, is for you to have fun and to enjoy the scene. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't, the lyrics are quite, I mean, I'm, for the most part, you know, party, dance, sex, yeah. whatever. Um, and actually, speaking of, there's this new song, Semi New by Rita Ora, mm-hmm. um, featuring, oh, who else is in it? Cardi B. And Charlie X- Charlie XCX. And I think that's it, right? No, there's, um, oh, shoot, why can't I remember her name? BB Rexa. Okay. Yeah. So tell me about this. You did send me the link, and unfortunately, I have not heard this song yet. So I think well, it's there's, actually. There's some controversy. It's kind of like it. a. I, I, I love the song. I think it's it's a classic Charlie XCX produced song <laughs> because she just knows how to write a hook. Mm-hmm. And it's it's so repetitive and it gets stuck in your head. Right. Um, so it's gotten some slack uh, because there is a slight reference um, to only participating in... Um, sexual encounters with the same sex under duress of alcohol. Ah, uh, okay. But okay. it's not really that it's not really that direct. It's just like a statement. Red wine, I just want to kiss girls, girls, girls. Um I don't know. I I I I think it's a great song and it's just fun and it opens a world into okay, this is what um this is Rita has had encounters with girls and I don't know it's it's similar to I guess I kissed a girl but more in the line on the, along the lines of like ac- something actually happened like there was actually a connection there as opposed to something experimental funny that you brought that up because I did I did google it and I went on other mm-hmm. websites and, and things and Apparently, Rita Ora came out as what bisexual. I don't think she even like. I don't think it was necessarily like this is. She did a tweet tweet in defense. She's been with like women too. Blah blah blah. And Cardi B um, was very open to that as well. Uh, Where the other two haven't said anything. um, Oh my god! So I am not a huge. I'm not a huge Rita Ora fan. I'll have to say I don't know what that sound effect was. What was that reference? <laughs> I cannot with you. I, cannot. Uh, I thought you were gonna say Cardi B. And I was no, like, oh, no, no, man. I love Cardi. No, okay, no, no, I okay. love Car- Cardi. Is so endearing. Cardi. We could do a whole episode on Cardi B. I used to be a hater when she first came out, but I think she's so dope. She's so entertaining. <laughs> I think she you know drops also does good gems. She's amazing. I'm not mad at her. Mm-hmm. Rita Or, I'm not a huge fan of. I feel like she's just so manufactured. Mm. Like I think she's such a wannabe. Like machine but it's like just mm-hmm. not working nothing seems authentic to me mm-hmm. um i'm just not i'm just blah with her i've yeah. always been that way and i think it's her timing too i was actually thinking about this earlier today um when we were because i was looking at these topics and i it's really unfortunate for her because i think it was all the timing but just because of rihanna <laughs> like rihanna has oh, just a, yeah like rihanna has just like owned that sexy lane kind of like mm-hmm. that thing and i th- i just think rita tries to be or they have pushed her to be so much like her that it just doesn't work for me. So I just don't even really care about Rita. Uh, right. Well, point. and she tries to be in so many different girl boo. I'm venues. so over yeah. it. But I will say, even Katy Perry um, spoke up and said, "Has she? If she had the opportunity to go back and change her lyrics to 'I Kissed the Girl.'" 
That she would. She would change the lyrics. Really? Yeah. In what way? Uh-uh. Don't remember it. Okay. <laughs> Don't remember. I okay. just let me well, see make that. You can find it up on your own time. But what I'm saying is, um, maybe Rita should be more um more I think she has to figure out her niche. Oh yeah, she needs to do that. But maybe she should be more cautious as to what lyrics she uses in her songs. So, boo. <laughs> and that okay, was, that okay. was all she, all tea, and all shade. Go yeah, ahead. yeah, very much everything that she wrote. Then um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun song. Listen to it. I think it just needs to be taken with a grain of salt. It's cute. Like I don't think it's any advancement. Yeah, um, in any way, shape, or form. Because somebody was complaining about how it idolizes the male gaze. Gaze. <sighs> but anyway, um, so big news is that the Pope recently. Now this is like there was more, no transition. No tra- so we just go tra- go from Rita Ora straight I know, to I the know. Pope. This okay. is how this is how my mind jumps, um, because it's like I need something that's like legitimate right now, as opposed to Rita Ora. <laughs> so um, the Pope now. Okay, so the Pope now th- this statement is coming through an interview with an individual who is a victim of Chilean um, priestly molestation yes. in the Catholic Church. Juan, um, oh, what was Car- his name? Juan Carlos something? That's not real racist, Juan Carlos, but I think no, it's no, 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 no. I think it actually, Juan Carlos, yeah, yeah. I think it um, is. I have it down too. Hold on. Yeah, Juan Carlos Cruz. Okay, Juan um, Carlos Cruz. Okay. Yeah, and so guys. when he was with the Pope, he, the, he got to speak with the Pope. Now, here's what, um, here's Juan Carlos's quote. Okay. He told me, Juan Carlos, that you are gay does not matter. God made you like this and loves you like this, and I don't care. The Pope loves you like this. You have to be happy with who you are. Now, all of these – I think this is great. This is phenomenal. Like, go born this way. Um, (laughs) You are not going to. I just referenced I'm so dumb. I'm so dumb. But what – I'm worried about because this has been this literally was like either today or yesterday when this like this well, was the, today this was the today news, yeah, news yeah. like four hours ago yeah like yeah. that all of this is broken now my thing is what I'm worried about not so much backlash but what's going to happen from this because I have a feeling that the Vatican may come out or the Pope may come out and say that's not well, see, I, I was gonna... like I think he's going to come out with an official statement of sorts because this is. Um, all of these news outlets are now saying the Pope says this, the Pope says this, but it's not necess- as much as I believe the Pope probably said well, something like this or similar to. It's coming through well, a secondary source. Um, so ABC reported recently, recently within the past hours, um, the Vatican declined <laughs> That's to recent. the the Vatican declined to confirm or deny remarks in keeping with its policy not to comment on the Pope's private conversations. Mm. So there what you go. got to say to that? <laughs> so what you got to say to that? Now you are Catholic, right? Yeah. Um, as a Catholic, well, there's the whole thing that happened in the Chilean church where like all of the bishops were forced to resign. Yeah, but like, how do you feel about like aside from the Pope and and like so this article that I was reading from the ABC also went on to like um reference when um, Pope Francis, back in 2013, um, when asked about, um, like, welcoming gays um, and how he responded, who am I to judge, and just being, like, a a lot more, I don't want to say... Accepting. Yes. Yeah. Um, Like, what do you have to say about that? Um, Not that you are going to represent the whole Catholic Church, but, like, as a Catholic gay man, how do you feel about it? Oh, love Pope Francis. 
I've loved um, basically because of that statement. Because I remember the interview; it was actually in a plane yeah. when somebody asked him about that, and he goes, "Who am I to judge?" Yeah, and that's so perfect. And what the Pope, uh, the Pope is um, as close to um, Jesus, I guess, as um, or as close to God as is human in, in human form. Right. Um, but he's still human. Right. And um, that is such a great reflection then of wh- who we are called to be and who are we to judge in any in any way shape or form on right. on anything of anybody else's um nature and who they are right. and this is who we are and i love this little lgbtq nation <laughs> the pope says <laughs> the pope this is the title people yeah, well, the pope <laughs> says god uh, makes some people gay now get over it yeah what well, i thought when i was <laughs> when i saw See, the article, and that, I was like, that goes back to the first thing that we said today too it's yeah. like okay well these storylines like our our descriptions of being gay needs to be a secondary yeah. or tertiary storyline yeah. okay well okay. i was looking at an article and i was like now where did now where did the pope say get over it and that's how i was actually looking i was like <laughs> now i don't see with these quotes, no, that's not, that, that's them being like, okay, cool. Yeah, which is pretty interesting. Um, so yeah, I think we had all the topics today. Didn't well, we? yeah, no, no but I, I've just, I, and that was a really good like uh, circular back to the be- <laughs> the beginning. But I just think it's so funny. It's just kind of like, okay, we don't need to be. No, this is gonna. Okay, anyway, I'm just gonna say it. Now, this is gonna be, you know, that joke where it's like, what, do you, what's. How do you know? Um, oh God, who, or, I'm, I'm like, so scared of somebody about. who's a vegan who or who went to Harvard. And it's like, well, they tell you within the first three minute, minutes of meeting them. Um, it's like we don't want – it's LGBTQ nation being like <laughs> that's not something that we want to be defined yeah, as. Like it's not – we don't want that to be – we're humans. Above all, we're people. You just said something that brought up something. Okay, so when I was at that quickly, this is told, <laughs> I'm having a Connor moment at this moment. Oh shit! I Yesterday, somebody used that same joke, and I've never heard that joke about you like never vegan tell you within three minutes and. I looked at him probably the same way I looked at you. I was just I looked over. I was like observing the conversation. Okay. And I'm okay. like on my phone and I was like look over, which is so much like annoyance. I am not vegan, by the way. But like where did that come from? I don't know. I've heard it a lot because people really? also say about Notre Dame grads. Oh it's like how do you know a Notre Dame graduate what makes a vegan and a Notre Dame graduate the same? Oh, they both tell, you. tell you that they are within three minutes of meeting them. Oh, oh shady. Shady. Yeah. <laughs> shady. Well, when we first met, I think it took probably 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. That didn't really stick out to me. No. The, the smoothie stuck out to me. <laughs> Just kidding. But anyway, that's all of our hottest topics for <laughs> this week. Thank you to all of our listeners. Thank you to Viceland for um I just kidding. They didn't advertise anything. <laughs> Courtney's just a but big thanks, fan. Vice. I'm just yeah. a big fan. That's Actually, all you need to listen to Who Weekly. Speaking of, because they hate Rita Ora as well. Oh, I, oh, I know. You podcast. Know. Wait, do you listen to Who Weekly? Yeah. Do you listen to? Wait, maybe you told me to listen to I, it. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I was, well, I shout out to just, them. So everybody, you should listen to it. They're I was, funny. I love Who Weekly. I oh, went on the live. I told you, they are the funniest people. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The who's and the them. Mm-hmm. They have the whole vernacular. Like, they, they are. Yeah. Are they a them? Mm-hmm. Who, who are them? A them, yeah. 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 I can't. Not with you. I also. <laughs> so um, many pronouns. I am going to do a contest. On the the Privy Podcast Instagram in the next couple of days, I won't say what it will be, but we are doing a contest. Check it out. I'm and giving it's out at the 
Is it at Privy Podcast? The Privy Podcast. The you Privy know Podcast. That. Okay, don't you dare. I'm going to announce the details in probably like 24 hours. From when this is being released or from so, like, this when point it's released, in time? So when it's released, it'll be tomorrow. <laughs> so everybody watch your Instagram feed on Wednesday. Tuesday. You said 24 hours from when this... Okay, let's just drop it. Uh, just, well, you know what? Just always check out the Instagram just feed. Just check out every post yeah, I post. How about and maybe that? check out the website. Yeah. Is it um, there? The website is there. How dare you? Oh, no, because you haven't been on since. I haven't been on. It's theprivypodcast.com. Mm, check it out. You're welcome, like everyone. Um, that's all we have for today. Thank you so much for having me. Always fun. As um, usual, thanks for putting up with me. Can't wait for you guys to listen to our 50th episode um, up next. Exciting. It's going to be so exciting. Y'all have a good week. Bye.